Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And straight ahead to the five, to the two, to the one! In the end zone is Jerry and Ely! Touchdown, Ole Miss! Bringing you the lowdown on everything with Ole Miss Athletics. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it! Don't just sit on the sidelines, be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez. He'll go coast to coast. One-handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on. Fly ball. Deep field. That ball is long gone. Headed toward the scoreboard. Hit right below it. And the Rebels take a one to nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now here's your host, Gary Darby. Well, that's me. We are back and in the studios in North Mississippi and ready to talk to you about Ole Miss athletics with a lot of good things happening. I'm Gary. Here's Chuck. What's happening, brother? Did you enjoy uh, a good fourth and all of that? Now we're ready to go? Well, of course. I've cooked my famous ribs and uh, yeah. everything was you know, make, just beautiful. You make the own rub, the own everything? Oh, yeah. You don't, you don't take any, you know? No, no, I don't buy anything. Just the Just rib. you. That's right. Just you. How long does it take you to get just right? The ribs. How Five long do you and a half hours. Five, good bark on it. Yeah. Cook, cooked at 210 degrees. Sounds good. And Gordon is here. Does that make you hungry listening to all that? No, I just wonder why I didn't get invited over, man. I didn't have any ribs. <laughs> I'm stingy. I had a ham sandwich or something, I think. Oh, yeah. come uh, on. Come nah, on. I had more better than that, yeah. Well, it's good to be back and a chance to do this again. Let me tell you what we'll do on the program tonight, and that is talk with Harry Harrison first. Um, football season is basically right here. here, right? I mean, it's here, and so we'll bring Harry in at the top of the program, and then we'll get uh, Keith Carter on around 6.30 to talk with us. The uh, official title, of course, is the Vice Chancellor of Intercollegiate Athletics. He's our athletic director. He's the AD, right? Yeah, Good absolutely. one with that. He's got the big title, and we'll talk with Keith coming up at about 6.30. Uh, we need some text messages at 662 one oh nine three six six two four two six one oh nine three. Uh got one or two already up and ready to go. So if you're listening to the program tonight, you've got a question for us, for Harry, for Keith, send it in. Six six two four two six one oh nine three. We'll talk injuries. We'll see if Chuck has found any of those. We got your recruiting update. We've got all kinds of things happening in the world of sports. So we'll get into that on our program today. Good to be back with you and get a chance to do this. So um I mean, you've been doing and following football for a, a long, long time, Chuck. Are we ready to get this going here and, and practice going and moving forward? I wish it was going tomorrow. Right. <laughs> because, well, well, the fan base is, is riding a wave of euphoria from the national title in baseball. Sure. Man, I'd like to capitalize on that right now. I wish we were playing a game Saturday. But, you know, I, I understand what's going on what's going on but fall fall practice is right around the corner a couple of weeks three weeks and you know we'll be right in the middle of it and i know gordon's ready he brought every magazine known to man in and, the and studio. Chuck reminds me well gordon they're four months behind but, you know <laughs> he's been uh, like i said he's been doing this kind of stuff for a while look i will end up going to buy one of those somewhere along the way myself just to look at and have a little reading to do somewhere mm-hmm. along the way well the problem with those now they used to be pretty accurate because not a lot changed between spring and fall. Now, 
with the transfer portal and and all that stuff going on, man, the the roster doesn't even look the same as it did in spring. I mean, sure, the 50, 60 staples, but there's 20, 25 new names already. But the thing is, Chuck, when you read these things, it's the predictions of each team. Like I got one deal here that shows Mississippi State nine and three and us eight and four. Yeah, you know we play them here. We should win that game. You know, yeah. I, I would say the strong teams right now, just you know coming out of the gate. I think Arkansas will be good. You know, people that were from last year, but you know, but that's a whole different story. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get into conference expansion, but Chuck, I want to talk with you about that now. I mean, we may get with that, you know, later in the show with Keith or something like that. But the latest, greatest news is what? Get a little Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina, Virginia coming to the SEC. Oh, that's the four I want, right? I tell you, man, that's that'd be ideal to me. And and look, if you look at what these other conferences are doing. Geographically, they make no sense, but the SEC makes sense. It's all in the southeast, and I want to keep it that way. Florida State, I've heard talk about Notre Dame. I don't want Notre Dame in the SEC. There may be one of the ones that come in because, I mean, the deal with them is if they were to come in, it's a TV market, it's all that. But the thing is, I mean, the Big Ten's going to take them, and they don't like the commissioner of that league. And that's one of the reasons they may be leaning towards the But SEC. Notre Dame's issue is that NBC television contract. But listen, if you, the way some of these conferences are being are, are being developed right now, they don't give a damn about the fans. None. I, I mean, if Penn State's playing UCLA, how many people are going to go across country right? to watch? None. You, you know, know, you got a Tuesday midweek basketball game at Rutgers. Yeah. Right? If there are some grads up there, there may be some that But here's show the deal. Up. What do you do with Washington and Oregon? And Oregon is Nike. they got to get them somewhere. So. Yeah. They might. But, but, it, but it also, can you imagine in, in the early baseball season when UCLA walks off the bus at Michigan State yeah. and has to play one of yeah, those things? Ridiculous. Come on. But you're right. And, they, they care not about the players Rutgers or the too. fans. Or the fans. It's, it's all money that they're going to get. So Florida State, Clemson, Virginia – uh, and North Carolina makes sense to me for the SEC. And, gr- and tremendous, tremendous places to go. And the $60 million buyouts of all those teams, yeah. so who knows? All right, we'll be back with Harry Harrison. It's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline on a July 11, friends. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high end single family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662 371 1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know. Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. End day outlook time brought to you by Roberts Wilson PA. They only represent the people. Consultation is free. They go immediately to work for you after being Hire, give them a call, 662-533-9111. We get justice, Roberts Wilson, PA. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon in the studio. On the phone, it's our good buddy, Harry Harrison. Hello, sir. What's going on, gentlemen? It's uh, July. It's football time, isn't it, brother? I'm telling you, it's darn close, isn't it, with uh, Mississippi high school coaches having their uh, convention this week, and next week is a media day for the SEC, so... I'd say we're about to kick it off, Chuck. I know it's it's amazing how time flies, but you know I was telling uh, them earlier that I wish football started tomorrow so we could <laughs> ride this euphoria of a national title in baseball. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, obviously that was a huge, huge thing for the Rebel baseball team to bounce back from where they were and, and just play lights out throughout the tournament. But uh, it's football season, which is a whole bigger crowd and a whole lot of more emotion for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, but but to me, Harry, that was big for all of us. I mean, oh, it, you know, absolutely. It, 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 not just for the baseball team. It was big for the athletic director, the chancellor, the students, the alums, me, you. Everybody's been waiting on a national title for 40 years. Uh, That's that's exactly right. It's been a long time since the Rebels could claim one back in the old uh, days of uh, the polls, and that's back in in the early 60s. So it's been a long time, Chug, but you're right. It's been a long time coming. Uh, You know, you can't say enough. The Rebel faithful obviously enjoyed every minute of it because every event I I attended, it was packed, and uh, everybody was excited about it. Wasn't it great? Hey, look, what are you what are you um, most anxious to see in fall camp after you sat down and evaluated your observations in spring? And and what what aspect of the team's development are you hoping will uh, take a leap? Well, there's two things on offense that uh, I'm obviously, you know, anxious to see how it comes out of fall camp. Obviously, the first thing is <clears throat> we got to decide on a quarterback, right? Yep. So somebody's got to separate themselves in camp. And then the next thing is we we got to get three wide receivers that we can count on and can play. We went through spring with a lot of injury. Obviously, we, our number one guy was hurt most of the spring. Uh, and Jonathan Mingo, and, and he's he's been around now. He, he's the leader in that group. 
Got some transfers in there that uh, should be very good, Chuck, but they, they were banged up in the spring. Didn't get get to see a lot of that. So uh, you got to develop chemistry between those quarterbacks and those wide receivers, and that takes repetition. So hopefully coming out of camp, we're, we're, we don't have any more injuries. Those guys have healed, and uh, we're hitting on all cylinders going into the season. Harry, Gordon Ford, you, you talked about quarterback, and you know, it looked like Altmaier won the job. But, you know, I, I'm sitting in my house reading the paper one day, and they rate the quarterbacks in the SEC, and they have Jackson Gard, number eight. You know, uh, somebody in here mentioned today that he's eighth in the Heisman Palady, and right now he hadn't beat anybody out. Can you explain that? No, I can't explain. That's that's the the, uh, the the arena y'all play in, isn't it? That uh, the media. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think he's probably a good player, but you know, he didn't know the offense during the uh, springtime, and and Altmaier definitely distinguished himself. Well, you know, you know, you never won a game in the newspaper or on the media board or anywhere else. That, that's that, that's great for entertainment, but that's about all it is is entertainment. Hey, Harry, it has to be. And never won a game in spring either. Nope, that's exactly <laughs> nope. right. So, you know, he he was fresh. So let's cut the guy a little slack. He was fresh getting in here. I mean, he hadn't been in very long, obviously, behind the, the curve in the playbook. I thought uh, Luke Altmaier did a really good job. I mean, even in the even even in the in the bowl game last year, after being sacked numerous times, and the, we, our offensive line just got you know uh, manhandled by their defensive front. But the young freshman hung in there and played back through a long touchdown pass uh, later in the game. We had our chances there. But I, but I, I like Luke Altmaier. I, thought I like what he did in the spring. And once again, guys, we weren't throwing to probably who will be the starters at the wideout position. I mean, you know, they just weren't there. They were, they were injured and they were not in the, in the lineup. Got to see a lot of guys that uh, you hadn't seen before, but not sure that's going to be the starters. And, of course, now we've got two more guys transferred in that weren't even here then. So, uh uh, don't know what's going on with that group. I think the tight end position will be good with uh, Casey and Trigg, and uh, I think that group will, will certainly be good. I think that first offensive line will will be do very well. Uh, you got to find some backups. There's got to be a, a, a sixth and a seventh and an eighth guy there. So we know those guys will be young with very few snaps. Defensively, you know, we should be better up front. We've been in a long time. Uh, you know, we lose two really good linebackers. I think we got some talent linebacker. You just don't know if. Can they step in there and do what Chance Campbell did in one year? I mean, that's obviously a big question. Not sure. Not sure we got somebody who can do that. Hopefully, we do. Secondary should be a, a big plus, and, and of course, we play about six defensive backs, so we got a lot of those guys back there, and uh, so we should be really good on that side. And that might have to carry us for a few games until we get everything settled on offense. Harry, what what were your impressions? Uh, I know you watched a lot of spring ball. I, and I, I don't mean this bad toward Chris Partridge, but I was a little skeptical about him being named defensive coordinator because he kind of took a back seat to DJ Durkin last year in the play calling and everything. But man, I was really impressed with him in spring with his play calling, with how multiple they are, the use of the joker position. Uh, what were your impressions? Same, same here, Chuck. I, I thought we were, we were absolutely. And of course, it was spring training, so I'm sure that you know there was a lot of things vanilla that we didn't want to show. But I, I thought we, I thought we gambled a lot more as a defense. So I thought we brought more people from different positions. And when you got six defensive backs and, and two linebackers, 
you know, you can bring people from a lot of different positions that uh, yeah. those quarterbacks, uh, you know, will be confused about. So I, I would be amazed standing back at quarterback and look over there and you, and you got six defensive backs and you're trying to decide which is the strong side, which is the weak side, you know, which, which is the guy that's going to come in. It's pretty darn confusing. It's bad enough when there's only four over there. And now you had two more of that mix, so it's pretty darn confusing as a, as a young quarterback. So they had, they they had their lumps in the spring back to the quarterbacks, but yeah, I thought I thought Partridge was right right on. I've had a chance to visit with him a little bit, and uh, uh, he's got some guys in the business that he reaches out to and talks. And so he, uh, I, I think he's right where he needs to be. And I and I, I really think you know I don't know all the guys now in, on that side. I hadn't met all of them, but I thought we. Uh, for the first time in a while, Chuck, I think we've got a lot of depth in that uh, on that defensive unit over there. So you're you're a, you're a safety, okay, all American. <laughs> Tell me what you think about this: Otis Reese, AJ Finley, Tysheem Johnson, Ashim Young, Trey Washington, Ladarius Tennyson, MJ Daniels, and the kid from Vandy, uh, Deshaun Jerkins. I mean, come on, where are they going to play them all, man? Special teams. <laughs> I mean, those are some good players. Somebody's going to have to eat some pine, and that doesn't seem likely to me. No, but I think once again, Chuck, you got that. Uh, you're right. Not, they can't all be starters, but I think you're going to see a lot of depth there. You just named off quite a many, uh, a number of uh, of uh, safeties, and I think that's uh, that's going to be good. You know, it's a 12 game season. We go out nine nine weeks before we get a weekend off. And so I think that I think the depth is going to be a really big deal, and you just named off a number of players who can come in and not, us not lose a step. So I think that's important. You know, who starts? I, I, you know, obviously it mattered when I was playing. I love to be the starter, and I'm sure it's still that way. But uh, those guys are going to all play a lot. I, I loved when uh, I, I love Prince and Battle starting at corner, but I'm a little concerned about the youth behind them. The, the third, fourth, and fifth corners. I think they've got a lot of athletic ability, but they've got zero experience. No, that's right. I mean, we don't have a lot of experience in the third and fourth positions. But, you know, some of those freshmen I thought did a good job uh, having just come in, stepped on a college campus, especially uh, I think it's Isabosin. Igbenosin. Igbenosin. There we go. Yeah. I hadn't seen a roster in a while, but I thought he did a good job as a big, tall, rangy corner. He is. He'll be in high school. I think he's got a lot of ability. But, yeah, we've got some other guys that can obviously step in there and play, too. So, uh, just got to find those line, those four linebackers that you're going to be able to. And we've got to find that guy, and that could be the kid that, that transferred in from Auburn that takes over where Springer was last year. That guy that's going to blitz a lot, is a good tackler in space, can cover. Uh, Tennyson, I believe, is his name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, not a really big guy, but very athletic and run. And in the defensive front, Chuck, we should have eight or nine or ten guys that can play up there, and you can't have enough of those guys. Absolutely. Before we let you go, uh, Yancey reminded us that we haven't asked you, like, what do you do in real life? I mean, you know, you have your you have your commentary. You join this show occasionally. But what, what does Harry Harrison do Monday through Friday? Uh, well, Harry Harrison's been in the health insurance business, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi, for about 20 years, you know, or longer. So that's that's my weekly job, and then I, I do some things for Wilder Fitness out of uh, out of uh, Pontotoc. In fact, that's one of the reasons I'll be in Jackson this convention. So, a lot of things on my plate. Thanks for asking. No problem. We'll try and get some Thanks, rebels Harry. your way. Thanks, Harry. Thank Thanks, you, Harry. Guys. We'll come back with text messages and more. It's the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. 
Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Howdy toddy, everybody. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson, and whether you're hurting North Mississippi or along the Gulf Coast, my law office provides experienced and highly skilled legal care without charging an upfront fee. That's right, there's never a fee unless we win. For small town care and big time results after a car or truck wreck, call the statewide injury lawyers at Roberts Wilson, PA, 662 533 9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Flowood, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. You can continue to text message 662-426-1093, 662-426-1093. Uh, we'll take those. We'll pass some along to our next guest, which will come up at about 630, and that's the athletic director, Keith Carter. But we'll jump into these two, plus any injuries that uh, we might have. All of us seem to be about as healthy and as in good a shape as we've been in a long time sitting here in the studio. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know. We, we, well, you need to take that back because up in Omaha, oh, I got on one of those two-wheel scooters, electric scooters, going from a restaurant to the ice cream place with my fat butt, mm-hmm. and uh, took a header. Oh, cracked two ribs. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, no. First thing it hit was my chest. Oh, and why I didn't hit my face, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, man. You're talking about hurting. I bet. Woo, still hurts. And nothing they can really do, no, right? No, no, you just got to let it Just heal. let it go. All right. I got back, and the doctor said, yep, get out of here. Three months. <laughs> oh, thank you. Here's the bill. Yeah. <laughs> take, thank you. Take this and go. Thank you, thank you. Text messages are presented by Cannon Cleary McGraw. You can go to ccmoxford.com. That's ccmoxford.com for lots, for land, for condos, for sale in Oxford. You need to check them out at ccmoxford.com. So many of the questions are, are, are coming in and about facilities and really the entire project along the way. And we can come back and ask Keith this in moments. But, Chuck, what are you hearing? Most of them are even with the baseball. Will that now be moved up because of a championship? You know, things of that nature. I just think they're going to go ahead with what they planned on doing 
in baseball, in the Manning Center, softball, is what I heard. Now, Keith can refute all this, but they're putting the stadium on hold. The three, what is that, 300 million stadium renovation, uh, football stadium, they're putting on hold, but everything else they're going ahead with is what I heard. Okay. 662-426-1093 is uh, the number to text message and to uh, be a part of. CCMOxford.com for that. And, again, we'll get into some of those because I know we have uh, the question of will there be a national championship baseball replica ring? Have you heard that at all? I have not. I have not either, but I, there normally is. I mean, you know, who wants one? I would. Uh, I'd take a real one. <laughs> I'd take a real one. But uh, don't you have to earn those things? <laughs> occasionally, occasionally, just be around. Um, so I don't know the answer to that, but uh, maybe we can get that one in the next one uh, with with Keith as well. But uh, most of the, I mean, really, all of the text messages, and I thank you all. It's all about facilities, 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 mm-hmm. and and you do. I mean, look with the conference expansion, with everything that's going on, gotta we got to keep up, right? No question. You got to keep up now the baseball facility is among the best in the country anyway and you're just going to continue to go there we've seen the pavilion and what it is yep. and how it matches up and obviously it's it's and i think the I, i'll be honest with you i think the priority should be the manning center rather right. than the stadium uh, i mean you know the stadium needs some work but that's not to me that's not as urgent as where they do their daily work at the manning center you know we're in, we're in the stadium seven times a year. I mean that's you know let's go where the people are. Sure, where they're working now, <laughs> where right. they're eating, where they're doing this, where they're meeting, academics, at everything. all that. Yeah, everything is in there. And I training room. Right, I agree. So I mean, if you look at the facilities that Ole Miss has all the way around, I mean, yeah, we need some work on some things, but for the most part. I mean, I've traveled through a lot of well, all these SEC schools and the schools that pretty have good been, shape. You're in pretty good shape with them. We may not be the biggest, but we're our quality is up there with any of right, them. Because I remember when I first got involved with with the Almost Network at the end of the '80s, early '90s, and I'm talking about the Volume Stadium, <laughs> right where we had thirty-five to forty thousand, mm-hmm. and you went to Sanford Stadium in Athens, Georgia, and it was twice the size. Right. Right. And you were battling with that, and yeah. and Baton Rouge, and wherever you went. Mm-hmm. But now we've got Way premium seating. We've That's got right. enough premium seating. We don't need a hundred thousand seat no. stadium. No. The worst thing you can do is have an empty looking stadium. That's that's terrible. Let's fill it up and then talk about expansion. In my opinion. Uh, but the, the Manning Center, that's a must. Do you have a, a number in mind of a, of how many an Ole Miss stadium should seat that would be perfect? Not yet. I'd like to see what Lane Kiffin does in the next couple of years. I think we could potentially be 70 to 75, but right now I think 60, whatever it is, 63, 64 is enough. Right I think now. so too. I think it's in that 60 to 70 range right because now. We still don't know the effect of what people are going to do post-COVID. You know, a lot of people got used to sitting their butts on that couch and, and drinking a beer on their couch and, and in the air conditioning. And we got to see how many people are going to come back. I agree. We kept, you know, we've got the season tickets and, and kept, we actually now have, because they were in the same section but separated three or four mm-hmm. rows or whatever, we've been able to get them all together. But, look, I'm one that I'll be doing a radio show in, in the Grove and then 
sometimes get over there, sometimes don't get over there yeah. and, and do a game uh, or things like that. And so uh, I've got accustomed some weekends to being in front of my television yeah. and the recliner. And the refrigerator about I mean, four let me five tell you feet something. away. It's it's hard to beat these seventy five inch televisions. No doubt, high definition televisions. Before we take the next break, uh, a little Rebel injury report, if any, from the Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Only thing I know is that Ashim Young, the safety, had a broken jaw during spring. He's full go. Otis Reese was struggling with some hamstring issues. He's full go. Uh, Troy Brown, same thing, the linebacker from Central Michigan transfer. He's full go. So I think football's in pretty good shape. Last quick one that came in, when is start time for the players to actually get on and start doing some practice and work? <laughs> they've been here. They're, they've, they're all here. Okay. Now, as far as official practice, it's around the 1st of August always. Gotcha. Good enough. All right, still to go. We've got Keith Kessinger, uh, Keith Kessinger, Keith Carter coming in. We got we don't have enough room for all of them. Uh, Keith Carter coming in, the vice chancellor of intercollegiate athletics. We'll be chatting with him coming up in the next segment. Going through, we still have the red and blue chips recruiting segment with a lot of news for Chuck to pass along to us, and then we'll get into the good, the bad, and the ugly as well to finish up today's show. Thanks for being with us. Remember, 426-1093 is a text message line. You can get in and continue with us along the way. Yes, sir. And remember, if something's wrong with Ole Miss Athletic, it's Putin's fault. (laughs) Blame it all. Blame it all on them. We'll be back next with Keith Carter. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. 
Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Gary Chuck and Gordon in the studio on this Monday night, the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline, and a chance now to bring in the Vice Chancellor of Intercollegiate Athletics, Keith Carter, who's on the phone with us. And Keith, I'm going to start with you here because I had the the privilege uh, when the parade was going on. Well, first of all, I met the team, too, in the Grove when they got back on that Monday. But I got a chance to ride on the uh, the Super Talk bus and in the parade and play in the music uh, in front of the players and things to see that scene, to see the people lined up and around the square and then get dropped off and hustled to the stadium and see all that went on there. Just an amazing sight and response by the Ole Miss fan base. Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me. I appreciate y'all giving me a little time tonight. Yeah, just unbelievable, you know, and I think that just kind of epitomizes, you know, really what this championship was all about. You know, obviously super happy for Coach B and, and the staff and, and obviously the student-athletes and, you know, all those guys, but but just happy for everyone, happy for, for Oxford, happy for our fans and, you know, everyone that's, that's you know, been waiting for something like this. You know, we, we've had some ups and downs and, you know, had some some tough breaks and some hard luck along the way, but uh, you could just tell how hungry everyone was for something like this, and just how appreciative they were of these two, you know these young men. You know, just to come back and you know all the adversity that they've been through. Um, you know, it was just something really, really special. You know, obviously a a huge shout out to to Mayor Tannehill and the city for you know, working with us on the parade, and then obviously the celebration. You know, at Swayze was was unbelievable. I'm going to joke with you just a little bit. I was coaching baseball this weekend, and one of the, the umpires, the home plate umpire, came over, and, and he was one of many that may have actually messaged you or tried to take you up on some free tickets out there <laughs> in, in Omaha when, uh, when you told the Rebel Faithful to come on out. Well, you know, you learn stuff as AD as you go. And sometimes <laughs> sometimes you say things and then you realize, you know, maybe I should have worded that a little differently. But, uh, you know, the, the message was come. And, and I think they got that message. They I mean, did. I think everybody, everybody, you know, there's so many stories about, 
you know, hey, we're going to get in the car. We don't have tickets. We don't have hotel, but we want to. We we're going to find our way to Omaha and find our way into the game. And I think for the most part, people did. And um, you know, but it, it was a lot of fun. And, and you know, to see you know, twenty thousand plus there, you know, at, at Charles Schwab was was so amazing. Keith, I've been watching the World Series for years, and I don't remember that one sided of a crowd in the finals before. Do you? I mean, uh, th- it was ridiculous. It was ten to one over Oklahoma. Yeah, it really was, and you know, I think you know, you look at you look at Oklahoma, and I, I think their home stadium only seats around a couple of thousand. Well, well, those couple of thousand were there, you know, and that was about it. <laughs> um, and and you know, what's really cool? One, our fan base showed up in a big way, and we knew they would. But what was really cool that, that I've kind of noticed while I was up there for my eleven days that I spent up there, <laughs> up there for a long time. <laughs> Um, is that the, the locals, you know, that, that come every year, and it, it feels like they always kind of attach themselves to a team, um, and, and this year it was us. You know, you could tell talking to so many local Omaha people as you went into restaurants, as you went into, you know, really, you know, got an Uber, whatever it was, um, they were talking about Ole Miss. And, and I think it's, it's pretty much what Coach B said. Obviously, plays great baseball, but it was the story. You know, it was the story of our team. It was the story of Tim Elko. It was the story of just the adversity we'd been through and just, you know, we had good guys on the team. We had approachable guys. We had guys that, that people wanted to, to see win. And, and you, know, you had all the Ole Miss fans there, but everybody else that was neutral, you know, became rebels that, that couple of weeks as well. Keith Gordon Ford, by the way, you're doing a great job there. Um, SEC expansion, you've been hearing a lot of it lately. I mean, can you tell us a little bit about it or what you're hearing or what's going on? Well, I'll tell you this. Um, I found out about Oklahoma and Texas coming into the league the same time you guys did on, on Twitter and on the ticker. So um, that probably tells you about the new information I have right now. I don't have a lot. But, you know, obviously there's there's a lot of movement. And, you know, I was listening a little bit, you know, earlier when you guys were talking, you know, on my, on my drive home. Um, you know, some interesting moves, you know, that, that really don't make a lot of sense geographically. And, you know, you look at – at these matchups that, that are being creative and, and the travel across the country and those type of things. But I think we're going to see more of that. You know, honestly, I think we're going to see a lot of moving and shaking here over the next, you know, month to six months. And, um, you know, I don't know where the SEC is going to land in that. I think obviously, you know, as we always do in the SEC under the leadership of Commissioner Sankey, we were first movers. We were proactive. You know, we were the ones that, that kind of set the, set the curve, if you will. But it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I think we'll obviously look and see what might make sense and, you know, as Chuck was talking about earlier, there's some geographical teams that, that bring in, you know, new markets and, you know, new brands that would make sense for the SEC. Um, you know, honestly, I think we're positioned in a strong position right now with 16. Um, but, you know, who knows if we go to 18 or 20, and, and I know here over the next few months we'll certainly be talking about that. I bet, I bet you we land at 20. When do you think something like that would happen? I mean, last time when Texas-Oklahoma comes in, you know, it's just boom. You know, I'm like you. I mean, you used to hear about it all of a sudden, and they're in the league or coming to the league. Yeah, and again, that was a lot of work behind the scenes. And, and you know, I can't say enough how, you know, how good and, and, and you know, how, how well uh, Commissioner Sankey represents our league and, and, you know, really thinks proactively and creatively. And, you know, again, we, we fancy ourselves as, as the first movers and the ones that are going to get it right, you know, the ones that want to play college football during the, the pandemic and find a way to make it happen. And, you know, I have no, you know, nothing to, to believe that, you know, we wouldn't be first movers in, in this as well as, as, as conferences continue to realign. And, 
and looking at what the future of college athletics looks like. So uh, don't have a lot of you know hard and fast answers right now, but wouldn't be shocked at all to, to see some significant moves here in, in the near future. Keith, the landscape of, of college athletics has changed drastically in the last couple of years with the liberal transfer rules and the NIL name, image, and likeness. Uh, good or bad, in your opinion? Well, I think I think the jury's still out a little bit, you know. Um, you know, I think probably a little bit of both. You know, I, I think for us, um, kind of the traditional amateur model is is being tested, and I think that's what we built college athletics off of over you know all these years. And you know, I think the fans enjoy coming to watch teams and, and young people that play for the name on the front of their jersey rather than the name on the back of their jersey. And so, I think there's going to be some transition as we kind of move away from that model somewhat. Um, but I, I still believe that, you know, these young people want to come, they want to compete, they want to, they want to work hard for the university that they choose. And, you know, yeah, some of them end up in the transfer portal and, and you win some of those and you lose some of those. And, and we're going to have to get used to that. But, um, you know, college athletics is going to survive. And I think it's going to be something that we're all going to be very proud of. We're going to look up in a couple of years and, you know, we've gone through some, some rocky times and, and some roller coaster times. But, um, you know, college athletics is strong and, and I think we'll be fine. Is the was the decision to put off the renovation of the football stadium was that a piece of having to deal with NIL and afraid of you know maybe too many funds coming from too many directions or did that have no bearing at all? I think it did, you know, and, and the way the way we've kind of phrased it is just there were there were outside variables that you know made us kind of rethink where we were with that project, and you know some of those are very tangible when you look at interest rates, when you look at construction costs, when you look at supply chain issues that are happening. Um, you know, we just didn't feel like it made a lot of sense to tie ourselves down on a on a twenty five year bond issue on something that you know was going to be hard to pay for, honestly. And so, uh, you know, you look at that all of those kind of again kind of practical variables and then you've, you've got the nil too i mean i know our development officers as they go out and you know talk to donors about giving um, you know there's always an nil conversation you know in that conversation so um, just taking a step back you know the stadium project is going to be a really really good one where we're not you know totally abandoning it uh but we, we certainly wanted to make sure we were being physically responsible you know visions that in most sense with with current data and right now it just didn't make sense so we'll, we'll put it on the shelf and um, you know, we'll keep going with the other projects. Obviously, the Manning Center is 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 rolling. Uh, that project's you know right on schedule, and we'll be ready about this time next year for everyone to move back in. Um, softball is is way down the line too on on that design and and moving forward there. Soccer, uh, golf, and, and baseball. So uh, you know, excited about those. But uh, more than likely, you know, our three hundred and fifty million dollar campaign likely comes you know comes in in the one hundred and fifty to one hundred and seventy five million range when it's all. I think that's a smart move, Keith. Um, do you foresee the state of Mississippi or the NCAA or whatever whoever makes these decisions changing the way NIL is handled to include you guys in the school being able to have more involvement and maybe maybe not in the fundraising, but you know just uh, to have a hand in it. Yeah, I do. You know, I think at some point, and actually our state law, uh, you know, was tweaked this year to actually give a little more flexibility to the to the universities to work with the collectives and, and those type of things and have a little more dialogue. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, the NCAA rule states that you can't, you know, use NIL as an inducement. And so we got to make sure that we're going the line on that and, and we're doing the right things there. But, 
you know, I, I've always felt like the more that the university can have input and, and be involved, um, you know, the more you can get your compliance involved, the more you can get your legal involved um, and, and do things the right way. Because I, I do think NIL is a good thing, if, if, you know, with its, with its uh, original intent. Um, I just think that it's kind of morphed into something that we all don't like a whole lot, and, and we've got to rein it back in a little. Before we let you go, one last thing, and that would be as the leader of the, the athletics department, kind of kind of an overview of everything because we know the baseball's won a national championship. In recent years, you, you saw a women's golf team as a champion. We've had individuals and do things in the world of, of tennis or other sports and track and things of that nature. But just your overall thoughts of how the entire athletic department is going and, and how you feel about that. Well, we feel great. And, you know, I think our goal has always been to make sure we have a comprehensive, you know, athletic department that all of our programs have the resources they need to be successful and that they can go and make the postseason and, and make, you know, deep postseason runs. And, you know, last year we finished number 22 in the Director's Cup, which is a, a ranking by Learfield that, that basically ranks all athletic departments based on their postseason finishes. This year we followed that up finishing 20th, uh, which is our highest, you know, finish ever. And it basically just tells you that, you know, we are a complete athletic department. That ranking is actually based on uh, 19 sports, and we only have 18. So we, we go into that ranking every year, one sport down, you know, where the Texas and Stanford's, you know, they've got 35, 36 sports and just pick their, their top 19. So it really says a lot about, you know, how, how deep we are, you know, how our sports are doing really well and, and making great postseason runs. And, you know, it certainly helps when you win national championships and getting one last year and this year. You know, help those rankings. But we're going to continue to, to do that. Obviously, we know football's you know got to drive the train, and, and I think everybody understands that. But we want to make sure that all of our sports are doing really well. So uh, we've been asked about the baseball stadium. Uh, any change in those original plans? Or are you going ahead with you know what what we announced? Yeah, right now we'll we'll keep pushing forward with just kind of the uh, the sequence that we had talked about before. Uh, we obviously understand that you know now there's a you know a lot of people wondering you know if we would expedite the baseball process, and, and we may look at doing that. Um, we're probably going to look at doing the baseball in more of a phased approach where we kind of do it by priorities and do it in stages. And so we'll start really honing in on what that looks like. You know, obviously seating um, is important. You know, we sold 8,200 season tickets last year. You know, obviously think we're, we'll have the ability to sell more than that if we, if we have them, but that was a complete sellout last year. So trying to figure out, you know, how we can get the seating component, maybe expedite that a little bit. You know, certainly we know baseball is going to continue to be big and we've got to continue to put resources in that facility. <laughs> hey, Keith, I gotta, I gotta laugh when I ask you this, but I'm assuming all the fire Bianco emails are, are, have, have been eliminated. <laughs> Um, I haven't gotten any of those since the World <laughs> Series, so so that's a good thing. Um, and, and, and here's the deal: you know, here, here's the deal. We, we're certainly working with with coaches' representation right now to to get him a contract that that locks him in. You know, as long as he wants to be here, and that's going to be the clear message that you know as we put this you know these terms out at some point that you know Coach B is our coach. Um, you know, he's had an unbelievably consistent career. Uh, finally busted through the door, won a national championship, and he's going to be our guy. And so, you know, if you want to send me an email next year in the third inning of a game, uh, that one's probably going to get that one's probably going to get deleted really quickly. So, um, just just you know, get that message out loud and clear. Hey, buddy, you'll get them. Don't worry. <laughs> oh man. Hey, thank you, my friend. We appreciate your time as always. Yep, maybe one of these days instead of just waving at you at a red light, I'll actually see you face-to-face, you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> no doubt. Hey, hey, and Gary, I wanted to tell you that uh, your, your oldest son is, is perfectly and doing great. I'm, I'm taking a look at him playing on the front porch right now. So all Excellent. good. All right. Thanks, Keith. I appreciate that. We'll appreciate talk to you Keith. later. Take care, buddy. Yes. All right. He's my next door neighbor. He lives right across the street. Oh, okay. And people will ask all the time, you know, you see Keith, you talk to Keith, tell me what's going on here. I'm like, he's not at home. He's yeah. never at home. He's somewhere. As he neither may- are you. Well, that's the truth. The times he might well, be home, I'm he not. he sees you out and goes back in. So. <laughs> that could be, too. Oh, the Darby's back in the neighborhood. <laughs> Let's go inside. Let's go inside. When are they moving? <laughs> see, I was there first. Good people. Leave. That's it. Oh, the Darby's have moved in. Time to go. Look, uh, and and it has been obviously a busy time for him for the for for oh, back man. and He's forth doing a great and going job. here and there, um, and and there's a lot to do. It was good to hear him say that. And I agree with you. That project of 350 million, not necessarily where Ole Miss needed to go at yeah. this point in time. Yeah. Be smart with it, yeah. right? Oh, and, that, and he's right. He made up a good point about interest rates and stuff. I mean, rates are rising, and, you know, this is a smart time to probably go back a little bit. Well, it would have been very difficult in this economic environment to raise $400 million for athletics. I just – I mean, and you, the last thing you want to do is announce a fundraiser and it failed. Right. I mean, that just that just doesn't fly, you know. But as we were saying, you know, the the seating is fine for football right now. It is about let's get the Manning Center, let's yeah. get everything else taken care of that you need to take care yeah. of. They were deep down the line, as he said, doing the projects for softball, for soccer, mm-hmm. for everything else. So let's go and, ahead and move. And there. when and when Lane wins his national championship, add on to the stadium. It's real simple. That's, <laughs> Get the money then and move, (laughs) right? Get the money then and move. Keith Carter with us on the program tonight. We'll come back. We'll look at recruiting because there's a lot of that to get to, and we'll get uh, some good, bad, and ugly, see what Chuck has on his mind there. We thank Harry. We thank Keith for being on tonight's Rebel Yell Hotline. We'll come back and finish this one up in just a few. fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Connie Brazell with Morgan White Group. Connie can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which can save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Connie can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest, solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Connie today at 662-259-5552. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment is presented by Goal Orthodontics. Since 1976, they've offered us affordable, quality, and friendly smiles to the children, the teens, the adults, the seniors, wherever you might be in these locations, Oxford, Saltillo, South Haven, Corinth, and Collierville. Check out Go Orthodontic. Let's recruit, Chuck. All right, well, in football, a big commitment from a Georgia four-star athlete, Ahmad Brown, committed to Ole Miss after taking an official visit last weekend. Uh, he's in the top 275 overall ranked prospects in the nation and then another big commitment in basketball the Ole Miss basketball team the second commitment of 2023 uh four-star forward Rashad Marshall Marshall a 6'9 225 pound power forward who had offers from Florida State Kansas Mississippi State Texas A&M and TCU what do you know about him Gordon well he's a four-star recruit a very good defensive player superior superior athlete uh, not much of a score. Uh, he blocks shots. Uh, I talked to Kerman today, talked to Joe Harvell, who's seen him, and said his athleticism is off the charts. They also have another guy that they've had committed for ever, Jacob Gazzo, and supposedly he got hurt in some tournament or something like that. And he's a uh, 6'10 player who uh, also plays baseball. And, you know, he's a baseball prospect, but he has been injured. But anyway, Rashad Marshall, I think he'll come in and help. And as you mentioned, Kansas offered him. They don't offer you if you can't play. That's right. Uh, more football news. Uh, four-star safety Marvin Burks out of St. Louis took an official visit over to Ole Miss. He now has Ole Miss, Texas A&M, and Missouri as his top three. Ole Miss uh, quarterback targets Jaden Rashada committed to Miami and Arch Manning committed to Texas. So, uh, we lost out there, but all five of Ole Miss's current commitments are ranked four stars. Uh, they aren't settling, in other words, Gary. They're they're being picky. They're being selective. And we all know that Lane's going to hit the transfer portal really hard. So I'm not con- really concerned about recruiting at this point. 
yeah, Alabama's got 20-something commitments and all that good stuff, but Lane's taking a different tack. And, and based on what he did last year with the, in the transfer portal, you have to respect that and go with it. Well, that was kind of going to be what I was going to ask about because, you know, you hear it, read it, I'm sure, on – the spirit site that mm-hmm. they're always talking about. Why have we only got five right. oh, commitments yeah, yeah. when these schools now, have this or whatever? But instead, you got to look at again, like you mentioned, how Lane goes about it, how he does it. And look, there was a guy. They added the center last year, right? June, yeah. July, yeah. and I mean, there'll be other things. And I think each each school it goes to that whole NIL and everything. Each school's recruiting has changed and how they want to go about and do it. Lane's got a plan, yeah. and, and it'll work. Yeah. Ole Miss signed Florida portal Nick Pogue, 6'5", 225-pound redshirt sophomore uh, pitcher. He made 10 starts for Florida. Opponents hit two thirty eight against Nick. He struck out 37, walked 12 in 39 innings of work. He carried a 4-3 record. Uh, with a 4.5 ERA, but he closed really strong because he had Tommy John surgery, and it, it took him a while to get back from that. But now he's back, and he's going to be a rebel. So uh, Ole Miss is currently ranked number four in perfect games recruiting rankings. They have nine high school pitching signees and nine position players. So we're going to see a lot of turnover on the baseball team next year, uh, which which – Historically demands a little patience from the fans. Now I don't know. I know we're not going to have any after the national championship. We're going to wonder why we're not winning another one. But uh, you know, it may be a developmental year, and I'm not. I don't like the term rebuilding because I think Bianco reloads more than he rebuilds. But it may be a little bit of a developmental year. You can never have enough pitching. You can right. never have ever, enough. Ever. And then when Delucia and Elliott became dudes on that mound, yeah. and the bullpen didn't give up runs for about 15 innings. <laughs> you know? 11 That's in it. 11 postseason games, 2.0 ERA. That's, That's how you win a championship. That is it. Period. That is it. And, and Hunter Elliott, by the way, spun a nice one for the Team USA. Uh, just the uh, I think yesterday, in fact, in helping get Team USA a win and a start. So mm-hmm. uh, you got a guy coming back for for another couple of years. All right, hit some music and we'll do some good, bad, and ugly. Presented by Big Delta Power Sports, and give you some final thoughts in the last minute or two. Well, the good old Miss is still, and will be for some time, riding the wave of winning a national title in baseball at the College World Series in Omaha, and and it's justified. I mean, we ought to be still still be giddy about it. I know I am. I've gone on YouTube and watched uh, replays of the games, about 200 apiece, I think. Uh, the university hadn't gotten that much positive recognition and free publicity in a long time. The reception the team got in the Grove, the parade, the jam stadium for the celebration, it was all just as good as it gets. The whole experience has been and continues to be very special. Uh, the bad part, I wish football was starting tomorrow. <laughs> Ole Miss is hot right now, and I'd like to see us continue to ride this wave of enthusiasm right into the football season. I'm sure we will, but the wave is strongest right now. Let's not hit shore, Rebel Nation. Let's keep it going. The ugly, well, this is a little bit of a political thing, which I don't really like to get into, but it affects all Rebels. The inflation in this country now has hit us all hard from the gas pumps to the grocery store to the restaurants and so on. There doesn't seem to be an end in sight, and I hope every rebel, every American actually, weathers this storm and comes out on the other end of this depression hole. I pray for that. 
Absolutely. Next week, when we do a show, SEC Media Days will have started, and Lane Kiffin will have spoken to the SEC Media members, along with Brian Kelly of LSU. Boy, how about that guy? Uh, and, and then uh, the it's uh, Eli Drinkwitz from Missouri. So we'll have maybe a little bit of a discussion, but definitely some, some old Miss Lane Kiffin stuff for next week. Good stuff. All right. Have a good week, fellas. You too, brother. Rhino back in the studio. Thanks to you and to the people listening. We appreciate you. Back next week with another Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. 